0: Welcome back to another
1: episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Ballinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I am so excited because I have my new friend, Lucas Root, here with us today. And I'm going to share with you, I was introduced to Lucas on the Marketer's Cruise. And when we were first introduced to one another, he was introduced to me as... The goddess maker and then i found out through our conversation he's not just the goddess maker but so much more and i said oh my god you have to be on my show my audience my badass crew will love you so i'm gonna actually do the bio thing so you guys have an idea of who he is more than just my ramblings here but Lucas Root is a visionary entrepreneur and business coach who has dedicated his life to empowering women and helping them unlock their full potential. With over two decades of experience, he has built a reputation as a dynamic leader and strategist, helping businesses grow and achieve their goals. Lucas is also the host of the Elements of Community podcast, where he explores the power of community and how it can be used to drive personal and professional growth. Lucas is passionate about helping women tap into their innate power and wisdom, and he has developed a powerful framework for unlocking their full potential, the Goddess Framework. Lucas, welcome to
2: the show. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I got to say, I remember our first introduction. It was during Pizza and Prophets. I had walked into an area with the intention of hanging out for a little while because I was tired and I wanted to go to bed. Because I think we were day two or day three of the cruise and had already stayed up until like three o'clock in the morning the day before. And I see Virginia talking to you and Mitchell Levy. And I walk up and she goes, (gasps) Jenny,
2: this this is
1: the goddess maker. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. And you stood up. And gave me a hug, like barely knew you, and I was like, "Ah!" Oh,
0: like Please. the
1: aura that came with that hug. And so every day, then when I saw you, I was like, "Okay, I need an epic hug. Come here, epic hug necessary." <laughs> so, ha- tell us, how did you get to where you are today for this goddess maker and the the epic hugs?
2: Gee, I love that. <laughs> It's a long and relatively unbelievable tale. (laughs) Yeah. Well, still
1: bring it. I mean, give us the nutshell version, you know.
2: Are you sure it's not the nutcase version?
1: (laughs) And now you all know why he's one of my favorite people from the cruise, okay? (laughs) Yeah. The nutcase version, the nutshell version, whatever you want to call it. It's all good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I uh, I was raised in a Catholic family. Around the age of 12, and I don't remember exactly how old I was, I, I had an experience where I was introduced to the goddess of the earth, Gaia. Mm. Out in wild, I wasn't introduced by another human. She introduced herself to me. And, yeah, no, this is all true. Or at least it's true to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. and that's what matters, and that's okay. Yeah. Yep. No, tell, tell me more. I want you to know all the things.
2: <laughs> As a young adult, so from... 11, 12 ish to my early 20s, I struggled with that, with the relationship I had with her because she was very real to me. And also, I lived in a world where she was anathema and an unacceptable impossibility.
1: Right. Yeah. Especially in yeah, really that, that Catholic background. Yeah. No kidding. Cause yeah. they don't talk um, about Gaia in Catholicism.
2: No, we don't. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's right in the movie. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So, how did you progress from this this experience that you're having to going, "Oh, this is very real," and how is it positively impacting your life then?
2: Yeah. Awesome. Well, at first I didn't. I regressed. <laughs> Okay. So I went. I went to Wall Street, and uh, I spent 17 years on Wall Street doing mergers and acquisitions, which has been an amazing experience. Also, it was about as far away as you can get from being connected to Gaia. Like <laughs> <But> that is, <laughs> if if there is a polar opposite, that was it.
1: <laughs> if, now I've not seen any of the movies like Wolf of Wall Street or any of those, but based on the these snippets of them that I've seen. Yeah, that does feel like it's completely opposite of what a, of a goddess, and especially the goddess of Earth, would be handling herself or the yeah. people that she's with. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I was fully 100% turned off, disconnected from her for over a decade. Um, and in some ways it was amazing, and in some ways it was the worst decade of my life.
1: Ooh, okay.
2: Being, being disconnected sucks in the bible so so this is the thing right there is a there is an actual definition of hell and the definition of hell is an eternity without connection to god Mm. now it was only about a decade wasn't an eternity but i can tell you that when you have that connection to divine and then you sever yourself from it um it might take you a little while to really feel the effects of that but it sucks it's horrible So she came roaring back after just about a decade. She more or less popped into my head and said, you've been playing long enough. It's time to get to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she yeah. went into mama mode.
2: You <laughs> went into mama mode. That's exactly right. Quit, quit messing around. Time to get to work. And, and I tried to, like, I, you know, I, I don't think I was there on purpose to get away from her. But, but mm-hmm. certainly there, there must have been some of that going on. So I tried to ignore it for a little while, and and uh, you know I I don't know how many of you know women, <laughs> knock knock knock, <laughs> right? But but women don't particularly like being ignored. No, <laughs> that's not that's not the right way to handle that.
1: Absolutely not. No, yep. definitely not.
2: They start nice. They knock on the door. They're sweet, but. But if you don't open it they they knock harder and then they find a bigger thing to knock with, right? This is the way this works like you don't you don't <laughs> not <laughs> <to> have the door, <laughs> yeah
1: don't worry, the battering ram is on its way
2: <laughs> did it yeah, exactly Well no. well um, in some ways, I learned slowly, and I waited until the battery ram showed up.
1: <laughs> mm. okay and so how how then did you shift from this? mergers an m&a person mergers and acquisitions person to where you are now how what was that journey like for you
2: first i had to sort of reconcile with myself the the choices that i'd made and not that they're bad a a career on wall street isn't a bad thing it just wasn't where i belong Mm -hmm. so i had to reconcile with myself those choices and then i said all right what have i done how how do i how do I pull all of this stuff that I've done together into something that's useful and, and, and make my exit because of it? Hmm. Because, by the way, you make a lot of money on Wall Street, you also spend it all. Most people, after a decade, have made huge sums of money and, and spent it all on lots and lots of fun and have nothing to show for it except the experience.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> and,
2: that, and that was true for me, too. Okay. <laughs> I made a lot, I spent a lot, I had nothing left. <laughs>
1: Wow. Okay.
2: And so I, I did need to build an exit ramp. I couldn't just quit and be like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to go fucking buy a, a, a an island in Costa Rica and live on, on retirement. Like that that <laughs> was not a path that was available. So okay. it took me a while to really like figure out what it was that I have that's worth buying. And it it turns out that there's a strategy is this thing that people actually consider really valuable.
1: Yeah.
2: Which is awesome cause I had built really deep mastery in that skill. Good. But I wasn't a salesman.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: So uh, once, I, once I figured that out and put it together in a pitch, I made about 400 sales calls, and they were all relatively warm to find people who were willing to buy from me. And okay. And again, business strategy is a thing. like People pay for this, but yeah. I only had two people out of those 400 say yes, right? a 0.5% success rate. With warm sales calls, which right. is true. I mean, that is that is the definition of horrible.
1: <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it's, the thing is, is out of those 400, how many of them
2: were qualified buyers? Were
1: qualified, right, where they really believed that they were in the situation that they needed those strategy conversations, right? Yeah. I mean i i I don't know the answer to that but that's that's the key because i think the the connection for the listener right now is a lot of them probably feel that way that you just described i'm making tons of connections and like two out of 400 are buying my thing whatever this is whatever their product or service is right and they're probably thinking the same thing to themselves. Well, I'm just a sucky salesperson. And it's like, well, yes or no, those two people that you sold to needed what you had to offer and were willing to pay you for it. They were the most qualified people to purchase from you, right? Yay, you found them, right? I did find them. So, Continue on, sir. <laughs> you. I, I just, I, I, I don't want you to beat yourself. Yeah. I don't want you to beat yourself up over it because as we all get into business, we all have that. I, and myself included that thing where we go try and have the conversation with as many people as we possibly can in the hopes that we're going to find those two out of 400. Been there, done yeah. that. I feel you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah. I like so, it. You sold to two out of 400. Awesome. But I did. A- two does not a business make unless you're charging a lot.
2: In this case, two does a business make.
1: Oh, good. Okay, good.
2: <laughs> One of them is this, is this uh, nice stuffed animal that I keep over my, my right shoulder here, um, mm-hmm. the Pokemon Company. Ooh. In, in 2015, I landed the Pokemon Company. Nice. As my client. I've been with them for eight years.
1: Oh, that is fantastic.
2: It is pretty fantastic. It, it also was this really cranny window of opportunity with them. Because probably even one year later, they wouldn't have said yes to someone like me.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But that um, just goes to show Gaia was on your shoulder.
2: <laughs> on my shoulder. And, uh, and I, I've done well with them and I've done well for them. And, uh, and they, they like me. They keep me around. It's been eight years and they still like me.
1: Oh, good. Well, a- as it should be, right? Oh, my gosh. So you find your two business strategy clients and?
2: And I made my exit. I went to my boss at the time and I said, and I, I remember this moment like it was yesterday. It was amazing. I said to him, I'm done working for people who need me. I only want to work for people who want me from now on.
0: Oh, oh, that.
1: Okay. Who else? Like, seriously, everybody who just had that moment of, oh yeah. Like, I want that. (laughs) Raise your hand. Like, I, I know we can't see you. I don't care. Raise your hand. Like, I want that. Yes. I feel, oh, I feel that in my soul. Okay. Thank you for the reframe. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's so good. Okay. Good.
2: And I've been able to stick to it. It's been, it's been about eight years now. And, uh, and I have, I have yet to have picked up a client that needs me. All of them just want me. And Mm. it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And
1: that just, Okay, I need to go back and re-listen to my episode, uh, which is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, because that fits right in with that. With oh, what? I might have to re-record that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, abs- Okay, so you have your two clients, you've now left M&A, because you want to be with clients who, who want to be with you. And so now you've built, you've written multiple books now, and you are in the hey, process that- of writing... More of them, I know. And you've got the podcast Elements of Community. How did you move into this community space going from the, you know, having conversations with Gaia throughout your your formative years saying no and then bringing her back in and now Elements of Community? I'm curious how this all fits together.
2: Yeah, you need space in your brain to pursue any of your of what we call i mean we call it your higher purpose but but it's not really it's just who i'm supposed to be
1: Mm. and you
2: need space in your brain for that and the more that we fill up our calendar and make ourselves busy the less space we have to pursue anything we're 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 turning ourselves into tactical computers Mm. uh robots and you know what? There are enough robots in the world and I love robots. They, they're amazing. They're <laughs> phenomenal tools and like I said I only want to work for people who want me and yeah. we don't think of a tool as something we want. I need my kitchen knife. I might want that kitchen knife but I need my kitchen knife, right? So a kitchen knife is always a tool that I need.
1: Right. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Um,
2: and I don't I don't I don't want to be that. And so when I think about my calendar, when I see it blocked out with a whole bunch of colors, I, I try to remind myself if it's blocked out a lot, if there isn't a lot of open space, I'm moving into the need category and I need to keep in the want category.
1: Oh, God. So I literally just saw a TikTok last night, or not a TikTok, a Facebook reel from an ADHD coach. And he was talking about his daily process. So at the end of the day, he looks at his calendar for the next day and he then physically writes it onto what looks like a planner from what he showed. And, and he's like, and I, I also focus on those open spaces that are between my appointments. And I had this moment where I went open, who has open spaces in their calendar?
0: Uh, 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 Like
1: that's a, foreign concept to me most of the time and now you're saying this and i'm like ah crap the universe is speaking to me
0: oh (laughs) because
1: twice in 12 hours twice in 12 hours the concept of open space on the calendar has been brought in front of me i feel called out (laughs) in a good way i mean i don't know what to do with it you're right (laughs) i know i don't know what to do with that but I'm sure the universe will share that with me eventually mm-hmm. as to what I'm supposed to do about that. But it's probably linked to working with people who want me. Because, like you were saying, that you recognize, okay, that, that's where that is. So, mm, okay, good to know. See, look, I love you're it. making differences already.
2: Look, <laughs> well, only fair. You made a huge difference for me, oh. which we're going to talk about, right?
1: <laughs> really? Okay, cool good i have no idea what that is but sure yeah (laughs) i love hearing
2: so when you open up space you can start to look at the world through new eyes it's it's crazy i mean it's actually crazy when it happens you're like oh my god like i never saw that flower there before Uh i never realized how much i enjoy that smell and people are like well why would i want to stop and smell the flowers i got sales to make let me tell you you get better sales when you stop and smell the flowers I mean it. I mean it as literally as you can take it, as directly as it can come in. Like you get better sales when you stop and stall the flowers.
1: It's I, that simple. I honestly believe that because I, I am one of those people who, if I'm walking around and I see something that I'm like, I bet that flower has a smell. And as a grown ass 40-something year old woman, you know, because I don't know how old I'll be when somebody's listening to this, but I'm currently 45 i will stop and literally smell the rose to see which scent it has or whatever the hibiscus or the the lilac or the whatever like i I
0: love lilac oh Uh,
1: right oh i mean and it's purple so i mean
2: (laughs) i'm there with you
1: (laughs) yeah so I, i definitely agree with that because you when you are and it makes sense to me because when you are that person when you are enjoying life people want to be around somebody who's enjoying life
0: yeah
1: right so that makes it yeah. easier to be the one who is wanted right oh love that. oh god y'all go back and listen to this this episode just listen to it on repeat like seriously until it all sinks in i this is good this is so, so good all right, so continue so, on.
2: Yeah. So this one day, I'm, I'm driving into my car- apartment complex, and I have space in my brain to actually notice things, a beautiful thing. And um, I noticed on my drive-in that the apartment complex calls itself a community. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that day that stuck with me. Thank goodness it did. That day, it stuck with me. And I was like, wait, I don't know a single person that lives in this complex. Not one, except my wife, of course. Right. I love it. I, I lived in that complex for four years. I, I I don't I'm I'm not saying that this was a bad thing, but also community means connection. Community means people who care about you. And there is not a person here who cares about me, including the one who cashes my rent check. Mm. I'm a commodity to that. And and that's not community. And so I started like banging my head against this word, and I started noticing everywhere I looked like politicians are talking about the community that they serve. Like, no, uh uh, you serve the state, maybe. We're not a community. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm here or not here, you're not going to (laughs) notice.
0: Oh, true. And if you're not going to notice, it's not community. Oh, oof. I hope y'all just had your own
1: like moment, like,
0: oh.
1: mm-hmm, yeah, that, it, t- what came up for me with that was thinking about, literally, I have a Facebook group that I call the Badass Direct Mastery community, and luckily, I, I I can say I know everyone in there now, and I know where they came from, and I know how they got into that. Group because it is a small community. It is not one of those things that is like fifteen thousand people. Because hey. yeah, no, fifteen thousand people. I'm not gonna know everybody. I'm not. But I also think there's probably a chance that the people who some of the people who are in that group probably don't think that I know who they are, and that. Oh, mm, okay. Huge. Mm, okay, continue.
2: <laughs> it became it became an earworm to me. You know what an earworm is, a song yep. you can't get rid of?
1: Yep, yep, um, yep,
2: Community became an earworm for me, and I started noticing everywhere that people were tossing this word out like it's popcorn. And every single time I saw it, I, I could see what was happening. Yeah. I could see that it, it was... It was a buzzword to them, and we all know what buzzwords are. They're words of power that you can use and misuse. And I was like, wait a minute. If it's a word of power, if it's a buzzword, then it's a word of power. If it's a word of power, then we need to take it back.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Take it back.
1: Good. Okay. Yeah. And so how did you plan to take back the word community?
2: So I I launched... The podcast. I'm writing a book about it. Um, I'm talking about it to everyone I know. <laughs>
1: <including> <laughs> good, me. good, yes.
2: Because because it's important, not just to me. It is important to me. It's an earworm. I can't let it go. But it's but it's also important to everybody else. And if we don't know what it is, if we're allowing people to toss it around and tug on us with it, then we're probably also not using it right.
1: Mm.
2: Now, that probably means that in our business community. We're not treating every single person that's in our business
0: community as though they are irreplaceable. Ooh. I know I wasn't. Okay. How much more powerful will it be when the, you
2: know, 40 or 50 people that show up to your, let's call them your network marketing parties, Mm-hmm. or you know you're just saturday night get togethers over a bottle of wine how much more powerful will it be when every single time they show up you greet them like the dog greets you when you come home like mm. it's the best moment in your life and
0: you mean it
1: now that i can say is true with at least my friends and family that i can say i i pull that part off I don't know how often the listener feels that way about themselves, but oh. I feel like I pull that off because I literally, when I see people, I mean, I hope you experience that when, when, you're, when you popped up on the Zoom, like, I'm like, it's Lucas, hi, how are you? Like, that's like, I literally walked past Marcel to get to my desk and I was like, guess who I get to interview today? I get to see Lucas, you know, <laughs> I feel like I pull that off for a lot of people. I can't say that I pull it off for everybody, but I pull it off for a lot of people. And so no, note to self, be the puppy dog for more people. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. So, I yeah, cuz I'm I've far
2: worked. from perfect at this. I got I got plenty of room to improve.
1: Right, but I think I think even just that is such a simple easy thing to implement in beginning to create that, I mean, seriously, just letting people know when you first see them, how happy you are to see them is going to really begin to create that that feeling of community. Just from that. I mean, it's like the simplest thing ever. Good God. Oh, my gosh. Love that. Okay so you've got the your you've got the podcast talking about the elements of community. you are writing the book. When is the book supposed to come out?
2: Probably in in a couple of weeks okay. early early July Oh
1: yay, there yeah. we go. okay, that's what we're shooting for. I love it, and based on when this episode is going to go live, that should be perfect timing. So, is the book called Elements of Community? What What's the book called?
2: Uh, it is. It's called Elements of Community. <laughs> nice.
1: Okay. Good. That's That's going to be easy to remember because we you have a podcast of the same name. So, brilliant marketing on that part because people who are listening can go get the book. So, from and please this, do <laughs> yes,
2: let's, I, let's make this an Amazon bestseller so that so that more people notice it, and more people pay attention.
1: Yeah, and. and
2: and more people are puppy dogs to everyone in their life. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh, seriously. And I, I think the, in the world of direct sales and network marketing and MLM, the community piece is what, it, it's what helps attract your customers. It's what helps attract team members. It's what help retains customers. It is what helps retain team members. Because you're not going to grow the business that you want if you're always trying to attract in new and you're not keeping the ones you have, and the way you do that is by do, building of this community of people around you. So if you don't know what the elements of community are, which starts with being the puppy dog of people's lives <laughs> and be genuine about it. You can't be fake because people smell it a mile away. Right. And I do have to say, Lucas pulls this off beautifully because whenever i saw him on the cruise after i first met him it was like hey you know now he's not like bouncing around but he genuinely pulls off the i'm so excited you're here and you you have the have you read the charisma myth okay. oh okay you are magical you are magic i do have to give you this you are magical at the the charisma of warmth and authenticity because and so many people are not used to it and i'm so not used to it from other people pulling having that charisma like truly having the warmth and authenticity that yeah. it's unnerving initially being in your presence because it's like this guy gets it yeah. it's th- is this real you know, like that's what's going on in the head, right? Because we started talking about, so I was like, tell me about the goddess thing. And you started asking me all kinds of questions. And then you would, and then we had a conversation. And then the answers you were giving me and the 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 stuff you were sharing with me, I was like, okay, there are women who don't get what you're talking about. And you're a dude talking about like it took a few hours for me to reconcile that and be like, is this guy for real? Like Virginia's really good at reading people, so... She is. Right? So I'm like, okay, this has got to be good, because she wouldn't have done this in this way, like made this introduction, right? So that was also huge. We're going to have to do another episode that's all about the goddess stuff. I'm just saying.
2: (laughs) I I am not sad to say yes to that.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Because the... I think this episode is meant to be about the the community piece. I really do, because I think it is so important for people. But your book isn't coming out for a little bit, so they can go listen to your podcast to, to learn more about the elements of community. You also have another book that they can get, Failing Forward to Success, and this is your gift to the badass crew. So tell us about Failing Forward to Success.
2: Yeah. I have started, this is, this may be hard to believe, but I've started 13 different businesses in my life. Oof. So I frequently say I've failed more businesses than you will start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah. But, but the amazing thing is, um, each time you fail, and please do, like, yeah. please do go out and fall on your face, get mud on your face. Like, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. But each time you fail, you learn how to not do that thing again. And Ooh. business, most of the time, most of us are not starting businesses that need huge amounts of funding. We're, we're probably not going deep into debt in order to try a, a business idea. I hope not. Right. We don't. Yeah. That's not necessary so. in this world, which means that you can go out and, and put a few thousand dollars of your own money on the line, test out a business idea, fall flat on your face and be like, ah, oh, all right, mm-hmm. don't do it that way. And yeah. then recover for a few months and go try again
1: yeah
2: and now i'm a I'm a consummate documenter <laughs> <laughs> okay there's there's nothing I can do about that. I just write a lot all the time um and i've I've sort of in in Tim Ferris's words, i've kept a recipe book mm. and failing forward to success is is a piece of the recipe book that I've kept, which is specifically focused on the things that I've done that really messed me up. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. And that's good to know because the, one of the great benefits of direct sales and network marketing and MLM is it is a really easy business to get into. I mean, it requires the smallest investment of any business to get started out there ever. I mean, seriously, there are some companies where you can start a business for literally nothing. There are some companies that will take you on as a full commissioned salesperson and you don't have to pay them anything. Just go sell and they will pay you. There are other businesses, there are other companies out there that it's $150 or $500, right? You talk about a few thousand dollars to start a business. I can tell you my coaching business was a few thousand dollars to get started. And it continues to be an investment that I, put out there that is way more than 150 bucks or the $5 that I paid to start my direct sales business in 2010. But because it's so easy to get into, and it's such a small investment, it's also really easy to walk away when people feel like they're failing. And so I I think this book is a great book for people. And I'm going to go Get it myself now so i can make sure that i'm actually recommending something that people should read and my guess is yes it, it is because based on you it's got to be something that people can go oh yes okay let me shorten my learning curve <laughs> and learn from lucas's oh i should not do that or i'm not going to do that one again <laughs> right <laughs> so i love that and so badass crew if you want to get failing forward to success the link is in the show notes all right it's a it's a long link so we're not going to read it out here we're i'm just going to put the link in the show notes so if you want failing forward to success and you want the free version it is a according to the description here a short story filled instructive manual for why and how to take the first big step and also probably a wonderful parable about what not to do (laughs) as well would be my guess. So check the show notes. And if this is your first time ever listening to a podcast or this podcast and you're like, show notes, what are show notes? Grab your phone, click on today's episode, scroll under Lucas's picture, and you're going to see the link right there. It'll be big, bold, and you'll be able to grab that link and go get the Failing Forward to success. Now, if someone has been listening to this going, this is amazing i love what lucas has to say they know they can go find elements of community podcasts they can go get the book but if they want to connect with you directly lucas where would you like to where would you like them to connect with you
2: um i really like email i'm one of those old fashioned people okay. hit me up on email info at
1: there we go info at lucasroot, and that's spelled just like it sounds y'all um lucas with a c root with two o's. It's that simple. Connect with Lucas right there in the email. Let him know you heard him on the badass direct sales mastery show. So that way he knows where you came from and start a conversation because we definitely, you know, if you pulled something from this, please reach out and let him know what impacted you because y'all heard what impacted me. Um, Now, you also said, Lucas, that I impacted you. How did I impact you? I want to know this
2: story Uh, well (laughs) first two really good ones um I didn't expect us to be talking about be a puppy dog today (laughs) but when I came on you were like oh my god it's Lucas it's so good to see you (laughs) and and I gotta say every single time that happens to anyone but me included it brightens your day it makes you feel happy and more present and more aligned with the conversation you're about to have and also Since we were talking about community anyway, what better way to build community with each person in your community than that? So, I mean, I didn't show up planning to talk about that. You helped me remember. Number two, you were like, which one method can people reach out to you? And I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I've been giving the 17 different ways you can reach out every (laughs) single time people ask.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. You.
2: No stupid simple. (laughs) It
1: it is. It is crazy simple. Right. But people, I I think, and, and myself included, because I had someone introduce that concept to me early in my podcast interview career back in 2017, 2018, when I was getting on shows before I even had my own show. And I was like, oh, that's really kind of brilliant, you know, because I was also doing the same. Oh, yeah, they can they can email me. They can go find me on Facebook. They can go to this place. They can go to that place. And they were like, no, no, no. no. My audience wants one. And I was like, oh, "Oh, uh, oh, that makes sense. Right. Confused mind doesn't buy. Confused mind doesn't reach out. So I'm glad to know that because that it it will make a difference, right? Because you're going to get emails. I'm telling you right now, there are people who are sitting there going, this was so freaking impactful. And they're waiting for the end of the episode so they can go reach out to you. So <laughs> y'all do realize you have the power of pause, right? You can pause, send him the email, and then come back and listen to the end. That That's an option for you. Um, or
2: put it on repeat.
1: Right, and that too, I'm telling you, I really, really, really hope you guys, and I, sh- I say you guys, this is podcast. Listening is, is an, a singular experience. I hope you, the badass crew member right now, who is listening at this moment, go back and listen again, because you are going to hear things that you didn't hear before because you were like, Oh, oh my gosh. And your brain went in a, million different directions from that aha moment that you just had. So go back and listen again. Put this episode link in your calendar for like a month from now and listen to it again a month from now because you will have a different experience of it a month from now cuz I'm telling you this is this is I think this episode in particular is going to impact a lot of people Lucas. So I knew that was going to happen by having you on the show. I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know how and now we get to find out because please let me know when people reach out to you because I, I want to know. I want to know yes. and you guys are welcome to include me on that that email uh, chain there. So Jenny at com. If you're going to email him, feel free to CC me on it because I want to see how this impacted you. I, I want to hear this. So Lucas, you're awesome. And we are 100 percent having you back. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh, seriously. And by the way. If you all want to meet him in person, are you going to be on the next Marketers Cruise? Yeah, oh, sweet, because yes. <laughs> I'm already booked. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, if y'all y'all been hearing about the people that I've met on the Marketers Cruise and I've had many of them here on the show. Go to marketerscruise.com, let them know because they're going to say who invited you, Jenny Bellinger invited me and come meet these amazing human beings who are going to pour into you, pour into your business in ways that you have no idea i mean going on the marketers cruise was life and business changing for me it was completely transformative and did you feel the same way too
2: oh yeah it was amazing gosh it was amazing
1: the people were just they made that cruise seriously and i'm excited to see what the next one is because it's going to be on a bigger boat so we're going to have more amazing people so Lucas, oh, well,
2: you're awesome. I like I like the small boat.
1: <laughs> I I did like the small boat, but I'm you know I'm also I, I also come from a world of, um I live in the world of and really? <laughs> options are open to me. I I I am interested to see how this goes on a bigger boat with more or with more people because I know the Marketers cruise is working to grow back to what they were before. You know. COVID happened, you know, and so I'm interested to see where that goes. And, you know, for my audience, if y'all show up there, please connect with me and let me know that you signed up because of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. So, all right, we're going to wrap this sucker up right now. I I think it's time to wrap up. So, Lucas, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here and sharing your brilliance with the world. And I can't wait to hear how this impacts people.
2: Yes. Me too. Reach out.
1: Yes, seriously. All right, badass crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way.
0: Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip.